Algar Productions. Hi, friends. Happy holidays. Uh, just wanted to quickly, before we get started, uh, mention to you that the post-atomic horror is not back. Um, we have taken a bit of a break. Mm-hmm. We are, if you are somehow unaware of this, if you don't follow us on social media or whatever, we are currently reviewing Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. uh, and then subsequently we will be reviewing the other Bruce Tim animated shows, Superman, Batman. Yeah, we're so working our way through all the DC shows. Yeah, the it animated is animated uh, DC shows. Yes. It is uh, Kids Love Batman, and we're on mm-hmm. iTunes and everywhere else, so check us out. Uh, perhaps one day we will go back to Star Trek. No promises. Maybe. With that said, though, now we have a crossover with <laughs> between two shows, neither of which actually exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we welcome our, our good, great old friends, English Gav and Irish Gav. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Oh, right, beer. <laughs> Ooh. Forgot about what, that. What beer are you drinking? It's it's whatever I can uh, get my filthy <laughs> hands on these nice. days. So I suppose that's thematically appropriate somehow. <laughs> <laughs> drinking a delicious He-Man beer. <laughs> well, he put in as much effort as Filmation did. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Filmation. Take everything we give you. You're terrible. To refresh. No, that doesn't work, does it? No. <laughs> Wait, you're reading the advertising on it, not the not the mm. name. It's just some Fosters. Ah. So, one of those giant novelty Australian beers? Mm-hmm. You should have drank Tenants, because one of the robots I thought looked like they had a Tenants logo on them. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it looked like David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> There was there was definitely a Doctor Who vibe to some of this. There was a point where some people were captured and then they escaped their jail and then they were taken <laughs> back to their jail and I was like, oh, aw, Doctor Who. That's the thing. I wa- I'm watching. I'm like, how many times can can two children be kidnapped in the same day? Well, turns out like seven. Seven times. <laughs> if you've ever needed the, the answer to that question, here it is. <laughs> All right, so we have broken this down. Uh, we're, we're each going to uh, review a quarter of it, and I have the first part, so let me begin. Our tale opens on the far-off planet of Eternia, with about a second and a half of Happy Birthday playing on the soundtrack. I'd like to see those miserly old crones Mildred and Patter- Patty Hill try to sue you all the way across... the galaxy? How far away is Eternia supposed to be, exactly? Well, stay tuned, because the story's about to deliver that important answer to us. But first, the Royal Court of Eternia is celebrating the birth of the Hyphenate Twins, He-Man and She-Ra. Except, wasn't She-Ra's whole deal that she was kidnapped and whisked away to Etheria when she was a baby? You know, Etheria, the alternative suggested by Spellcheck if you misspell Eternia too badly. Anyway, this is a crossover event, and we all know that you can't have a crossover event if you pay even the slightest bit of attention to characters' backstories, so never mind all that. The important thing is that Orko now gets to stand side-by-side with She-Ra's rainbow-eared owl. Watch out, Batman! Speaking of Orko, and I really wish my segment wasn't so Orko-heavy, but we could probably all say that, really. Anyway, speaking of Orko, as I apparently must, he's doing what he always does, fucking around where he doesn't belong inside a spaceship created by Man-at-Arms, for reasons. The spaceship is apparently capable of interstellar or possibly intergalactic or maybe even interdimensional? 
travel? Because after an extremely tedious fight in which He-Man and She-Ra fend off Skeletor and his season two dreg villains, Orko is catapulted across light years of space and crashes on Earth. Oh man, was I looking down at my notes when they said how far away Earth was? I guess I could rewind it and find out, but I'm much more interested in these two idiot children who are just standing in what appears to be the Arctic Circle waiting to be consumed by an avalanche. They probably figured a hovering wizard imp in a spaceship would crash land nearby and save them with a magic spell. Which is actually what happened, so maybe these children aren't the idiots they appear to be. <laughs> then they mentioned Christmas, as in, everyone loves Christmas, and everyone celebrates Christmas, and Christmas is the greatest thing on this shitty planet. Which, <laughs> God, might actually be true. But seriously, they mentioned Christmas so much that you'd think it was a new playset or action figure that your parents could buy you for... Oh, I get it. Okay, now it's Matt's turn. So while the kids educate Orko on the good news about how the Christ child has risen, <laughs> Prince Adam and Man-at-Arms realize that Orko's fucked off in the Fantastic Four spaceship. They're willing to leave Orko to freeze to death on this alien world, but the spaceship is really expensive. Like, USS Flag expensive. So they send she on a fetch quest to find some kind of jewel or something. she hooks up with Mermiranda or something <laughs> like that. A mermaid who knows the location of certain jewels when that's necessary. <laughs> they both head to the Fort Fright Zone, which sounds dope, and is home to the Monster Beast. Half monster, half beast, half-heartedly animated. <laughs> she defeats the Monster Beast by knocking it over, which seems to do the trick somehow. And then she's attacked by giant transforming robots who her horse remarks are assholes, like all transforming robots. <laughs> uh, nay. Shira fights them for a bit too much, and then one of them trips, traps her in a bubble with a laser. Typical transforming robot asshole, muttered Shira. I also hate G.I. Joe. <laughs> Shira escapes from the bubble by kicking it and remarks that she hopes that she won't have to fight the robots again later, possibly with some shitty Smurf Silverhawk ripoffs. She returns to wherever the castle is, and Man-at-Arms uses his man-arms to place the jewel in, her, in his big Kirby machine, which beams Orko and the expensive spaceship back to Eternia. It also brings the two kids because Orko is an idiot who makes poor decisions, like... <laughs> I will bring children back to my war-torn homeworld, and I will continue to breathe in and out. Back on Attorney, everyone is excited to see Orko for some reason, and then they discuss how to send the children home. He-Man's mom, who is from Earth, is real sketchy about how to get home, because if she goes back there, she will be arrested for tax evasion. She distracts the children with a Christmas party so that we can talk about Christmas again. You guys know about Christmas, right? It fucking rules. Ugh. All right, picking up where you left off, what have we got? Some sort of party where there's some creepy shirtless guy who's trying to seduce the children with his crotch music. <laughs> and then the kids start singing. You guys fucking orchestrated this handover, didn't you? <laughs> then a dildo ship turns up and kidnaps the children and Orko. I'm watching the correct show here, right? Back at the castle, Man of Times has no idea. <clears throat> where they are, despite already, st already stating that Hordak was taking them to Eternia. He was taking them there, and then I lost track, so I don't know where he's taking them. Is this like Schrodinger's thoughts? He both knows where they are, but also doesn't. <laughs> Thankfully, she knows somebody who can actually help. Peekaboo with her multivision. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Back with Hordak and his flying mechanical dildo, what would be the last thing you'd want to come across if you were hiding inside a huge mechanical dildo? Probably some huge robots, right? Good thing there's no Transformers on it. Uh, oh, forgot about these dudes. Anyway, they give the occupants 10 seconds to leave because you don't want your dildo infected with little humanoids, do you? 
the kids are taken to prison and then looking through the bars. What the fuck is that thing that just turned up? It's a zipper and cutter with the perfect tools to help them escape rather conveniently. They're called manchines. Do they just hang around jail cells, freeing people that get locked up? <laughs> Who keeps repairing these jail cells after they've freed them? Why doesn't someone do something about them? Anyway, they're stuck by the Transformers as they try to escape, but just in time, He-Man turns up to, the, to save the day and says, You're pretty good at giving orders, Metal Mouth. Now let's see how good you are at taking them. Move away from my friends. Shira then joins in on the action, battling the Transformers. E-Man then comes out of the closet by proclaiming, what works for my sister works for me. <laughs> then, with the help of, oh my God, there's more of them, the Telebug's <laughs> mutated offspring, the Transformers are defeated. Wait, I'm confused. What show are we watching again? Skeletor sneaks up and takes the kids, and also one of the Telebots, but Hordak intervenes and there's a shootout between them. If at this stage you're watching without the aid of multivision or something, don't worry. You're in luck as Hordak provides audio description of the entire scene for you. <laughs> Skeletor crashes in the snow and has a genius plan to not be found. Not staying where they crashed. <laughs> uh, the kids are too cold to move, but Skeletor is being a Mr. Meanie as the kids beg, Please, Mr. Skeletor, it's Christmas time, the season of love and caring. And because Skeletor is apparently susceptible to the Christmas virus, he fits the children with his and her matching winter jackets. Oh yes, and there's a robot dog that comes along too. Listen, if it ain't K9 from Doctor Who, I don't give a fuck. And then Skeletor protects them all from a hoth wampa. Just before the kids go to their TED talk about Christmas, Horde Prime arrives, along with Horde Kelvin, He-Man, She-Ra and Hordak. Or Jordan, as my spell check consists. <laughs> Horde troopers attack He-Man and She-Ra while Jordan knocks out Skeletor. <laughs> Just as the kids are to be captured by Horde Prime, the not-canine wake Skeletor, who shoots down Horde Prime's ship. Skeletor is then told he's been possessed by the Christmas spirit, who will exact revenge once a year on this very night. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the palace, there's a Christmas twins' birthday party. Wait, are they Jesus? No time for such theological conundrums when Adam, who is now Santa as well as Jesus, gives the children flying belts contravening the Prime Directive. The kids return to Earth, where they are welcomed by their mom and weirdly off-model dad. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Skeletor. Good grief. <laughs> Hordak, you blockhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Get the football, Skeletor. <laughs> I, I've really enjoyed this. Like, we've watched uh -huh. a lot of bad stuff together, the four of us, but uh, this was bad in that way that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Just like, there's no uh, end to it. Really, that's like, <laughs> I mean, I felt that way about a lot of things, but not this. You, you did? <laughs> no, no. I mean, there's no end to the stuff you can talk. Oh, about. the bad it's stuff. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Boring. No. Yeah, right. Yeah, indeed. I find it's very, very rare that you get something that is bad that is actually good and fun to watch. People say it about a lot of stuff, but it mm -hmm. rarely is. But this is one of them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's 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 something when you encounter it, you're like, oh, that's a great thing I should do all the time, and without realizing how actually difficult it is to you know to to find things like that. But yeah, this, like it, part of it is it doesn't take itself very seriously. Like it's extremely campy, and mm -hmm. it's I, I campy in both sense of the words. I would say, and it's like a lot of things happen. It's not 
like the the animation is repetitive, but the story has so many things. Well, that's the thing. We could split we split this up into four pieces, and each piece like just takes the story off in a completely different direction. Yeah, none of us was wanting for like uh, material for a summary. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, English guy, isn't this your good thing? Just just how many how many things happen basically? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I certainly lived up to its name as being a special. It was mm-hmm. epic in scale. It just did so much visitors, so many locations up into space, to swamps. They had paid robots, little robots, sex toys. <laughs> what else could you want for Christmas? Yeah, so many things your parents could buy for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and assemble the night before. Uh-huh. And then forget the batteries so that the uh, Snake Mountain uh, microphone doesn't work. Oh yes, the microphone. Uh-huh. I mean, the o- the only thing about that is they-, they just went all the way everywhere, did everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just not enough time devoted, and they couldn't really execute anything. It was just just stuff. We'll do this, right? Finish with that. Do this. Finish with that. Now, next bit. I haven't watched this show in thirty years or whatever, but I feel like that's pretty standard for like He Man and She. Like, I I don't think that's unique to this special. I think that's just how these shows were. Am I wrong? Do you guys remember? I don't know. This is one of those 80s shows that I did not go back to. Like uh, I don't know. I used early to watch aughts. it, but I can't remember it, to be honest. Well, that's odd. I think it... Your memory is <laughs> usually so reliable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kev, you were saying something? Uh, uh, probably. I think, yeah, they, they seemed... To, well, there's a lot of... Um, the, the kids just went from... One place to the other, really. And people were capturing them, and I'm like, I don't know why these people are being captured. Like, yeah. I don't know why the, the monstroids were interested in capturing the kids. For, I don't know. Sometimes you just want kids to be dead, you know? <laughs> I mean, I... Those are some adorable moppets. I'd better shoot them with a laser. I didn't particularly want them alive. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they they were probably the like I didn't pick them as my bad thing, but they were probably the worst characters in this. Well, they spend all their time talking about how great Orko is, so clearly there's something wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody likes Orko. Come on. <laughs> you think when they go back to Earth, they tell everyone how great Orko is, and then it, it becomes his own religion. <laughs> let us let us tell you all about the great heroes of Eternia. Orko and Skeletor. Orko, um, <laughs> that that rainbow-eared owl, the rest. <laughs> but, and friends. Uh, but Matt, this the is your bad thing, yeah? Like the uh, right. Matt, this is your bad hmm? thing with uh, Oh, Orko? yeah. Listen, there's a rich tradition of hating on the cute mascot characters in, the, in 80s cartoons. I fucking hated all of them. Um, but Orko is horrible. Well, Just... Let's... Let's, Goddamn let's... annoying and fucking shit up and just dicking around with their expensive spaceship and he's terrible and he's just a flying shirt and a hat and I hate him. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of those characters. Who Like Snarf, obviously, but who else? Uh, I hate Slimer, uh, famously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Uni from Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, God, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Scrappy-Doo. Well, Scrappy-Doo. I thought you said Scruffy for a minute. Like, wait, the janitor? <laughs> Scruffy. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> I've I never seen you, you before. <laughs> there was that robot in in mask. Oh God, oh, yeah. God, yeah. I forgot about him. Uh huh. Yeah, there was a there was a long tradition of that, and just big just... monkey robot and bionic six. 
Which one was Bionic Six? I don't think I know. Bionic that. Six, but they had the metal action figures with like, like clear plastic like arms and legs because they mm. had bionic arms and legs. Right. I fucking love Bionic Six. Did the did did that guy they talk like this? Because most of them talk like this. Right. Probably. <laughs> Terrible. I've I haven't seen Bionic Six in longer than I haven't seen He Man. Hmm. I I feel like this this trend has gone away at least in the handful of children's cartoons I've seen recently and I'm glad well, cuz like ugh. they realize like oh everybody hates these characters they just want to hang out with the cool characters but also it's possible to have comedy without having a designated comedy relief character yeah it's like there was a weird theory it's like well the kids need someone to latch on to it's like dude you're making a show for the kids you, you you've got skeletor <laughs> yeah well, they're not going to like Skeletor. He's the bad guy. Yeah, but he's perfect. Yeah. This is basically my good thing. Yes. So over on our Batman show, I often highlight the superb voice acting featured on that fine show. This show did not enjoy that privilege so much. <laughs> With the notable exception of Alan Oppenheimer as Skeletor, who might be the greatest cartoon villain of my entire childhood. Like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's even better than Cobra Commander. Uh, the guy's menacing when he needs to be. Like, he's actually... I was I want to say early on before they realized he was funny, mm -hmm. but early, you know, he's, he's pretty scary sometimes, but he also sells the whole like constantly berating your underlings thing. Like when we at the beginning in the big action sequence, when his uh, ship's about to go down, he just throws them all out and gives them one it's parachute. So <laughs> oh, my God, that was hysterical. Classic 80s villain. You get one parachute. Fuck you all. Eh. <laughs> There's also there's a great bit where one of the guys is like Skeletor, He-Man fucked something up. <clears throat> and Skeletor goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> but the, most importantly, he absolutely kills those last 10 minutes of pure comedy when oh, yeah. the big evil bad guy starts being nice and hates being nice. Like, I think we've all seen those clips on YouTube independent of this because they make the rounds every Christmas and mm -hmm. they're amazing. It's such a corny bit. Like, oh, the bad guy doesn't want to be good, but he's so good and it's an instant classic. Like, it's so <laughs> funny to me. The facial expressions on him are so good, too. He's so he's so sad that he's nice. And it's a skull. He shouldn't uh -huh. have facial expressions, but they make it work. Oh, my God. I don't care for being nice. Uh-huh. There's a bit where he says, never use kind around me. And I guess he just hates Richard Kind from Mad About You. Because <laughs> they went for the same part. Uh-huh. Obviously. <laughs> I just really like Paul Reiser. <laughs> Can't believe he got he got me on Spin City too. <laughs> the chance to work with Michael J. Fox and Barry Bostwick. <laughs> Curse you, kind. <sighs> but I mean, I'm not alone here, right? Like Matt, I know you know you and I have have riffed on Skeletor for years, but like I don't. Oh, wanna... I like Skeletor. Is that a thing? Is what? that a thing that I like? Huh? What? <laughs> but I mean, you guys feel the same way, right? I don't want to. I don't want to speak oh, for everyone. Okay. Oh yeah, Skeletor. Yeah, I mean, I just whenever they created Shira, they obviously made Hordak, and I just didn't like that Hordak was then like Skeletor was then like his subordinate uh, underling mm -hmm. at one point before yeah. he left or something, something like that. Hey, was that in the cartoon? I thought that like I I have no idea. I'm not like I can't. I, I, I think it was in Secret of the Sword. Yeah, like when they retconned everything. Yeah, like he's supposed to be like Skeletor's boss or whatever. That's what I thought, but then I thought there, like, there was some really interesting stuff, sort of on the on the packaging for the toys, which had a whole different backstory than mm -hmm. than the show. I wasn't sure if it was like that or 
Because well, the toys also came with little comics that like right. had a oh, completely the, different thing. The mini comics that came with He Man, a friend of mine was like, "This is a much better thing. He Man's just a like a an idiot barbarian who wanders <laughs> around beating people up. Like, there's no, there's nothing noble about him." And but I do remember like Castle Grayskull wasn't like where the good guys lived. It was like a it was like a neutral place where they were mm-hmm. both trying like they were both trying to get it. And that's why the swords fit together and made like a key to it or something. And I, oh. I don't know. That was that was kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, Hordak. Also, his voice is real stupid. It's not. It's, I had um, I had not heard Hordak speak before. So when he shows up and starts sounding like like Popeye combined with a pig, uh-huh. uh, I completely <laughs> lost it. <laughs> We gotta do something about Hordak. He's a real asshole. Yeah, give it a hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they clearly had maybe five voice actors. Like, oh yeah, in the entire cast trying to do triple, quadruple, quintuple work, and mm-hmm. they're they're not like they, none of them really have the versatility to pull it off. So most of the voices are just terrible. Put some more filters on it, or make that guy oh, sound like God. he's gargling, or. The, the original version of Catra shows up in this, who's mm-hmm. just a lady in a cat costume, and she's just like, Mike, <laughs> I can see why this is popular. I mean, I just saw Wonder Woman 84 and was disappointed by how little Cheetah was in it, so mm-hmm. honestly, I was happy to see Catra. Just like, yes, finally a Catwoman. I was promised a Catwoman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Irish Gav, what do you got for a good thing? A good thing. I just bloody love the music in this because a lot of it, a lot of it is the same background music, but it just mm. takes me back to being a kid and recording episodes like on audio cassettes. Oh yeah, I used back that. in the day. Yeah. So I could quite happily listen to like this is background music while I'm reading or something. I was bopping along to bits every now and again. Yeah, mm-hmm. Filmation, we yeah. pointed this out when we covered the Star Trek animated series. They they don't have enough music. Like, there's probably maybe five minutes of it. It's very good music. I, I agree with you. But it does recycle a lot. Mm. And so and it recycles in different... I'm sure I've like listened to this music before in other shows as well. Mm-hmm. It's oh, undoubtedly. Like, my music doing in that? Mm-hmm. But also... There's like the downside is you get a little sick of it, but the upside is if it's really good and catchy, then it does the thing like a pop song does, where if you hear it a million times, you're never getting it out of your head. Yeah, exactly. However, mm-hmm. to move seamlessly into my bad thing, excellent, excellent segue. That's awful Christmas song. Oh, it's just dreadful. Bo yeah. in the show wrote it in minutes, and believe me, you can tell that uh-huh. somehow they they know all the words and join in. Fuck off. <laughs> Come back, B. Arthur, in the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> I mean, let's not go nuts here. Dear friend, <laughs> is that a tear friend? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, it was it was dreadful. And you're right, it felt like a really bad improv song. Like, like you're watching someone's improv act and they haven't... I'll just make up the words as I go and everything's great, only you're not good at it. <laughs> Guys, we forgot to write the, the He-Man Christmas song. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Uh, give me five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What rhymes yeah. with Eternia? <laughs> Etheria. Shit. Lyrics <laughs> including love and caring, peaceful bliss, joys of sharing, happiness. Uh... Friend. 
They're basically reading out of the source at this point. <laughs> Let's see. Give me a list of generic like adjectives associate and, and concepts associated with Christmas and uh, just fit together the ones that rhyme. It doesn't matter. What? Good and niceness. I <laughs> like Christmas. Nailed it. Simply he... having. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered how long it would take. For uh-huh. The mode is right. I mean, the thing is... <laughs> The, the a lot of the music like you talked about it has a lot of synthesizer in it that song wouldn't have been completely out of place in this no it's got that unique mid 80s synth sound to it yeah oh, i could absolutely see that uh what would you have for a bad thing my bad thing um basically the morals at fucking end. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I mean, just just fuck off with that already, will you? I don't know if you remember, I but mean, that this, was a this one's that was a constant yeah, this in the regular about show. The spirit of Christmas and yeah, and all that shit, which which we all had at the end of our uh, synopsis anyway. They, mm-hmm. they just hammered it all the way through that episode, and there's no need to go over it again at the end. No, it's a it's a whole bit where Orko's like, yeah, but presents, right? No, Orko, it's not really about presents. Ugh. No. Not everybody celebrates Christmas. They don't but say the that. They never say that. <laughs> no, they did. Oh, did they? At the, okay. Oh, that's right. But at even, the end. But yeah. even if you don't, you've got Christmas inside yeah. you. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, because I see, Yoriko, we're all a little Christian in God's sight. That, that's the vibe <laughs> I was getting from those kids, and it really uh-huh. bothered me. Everyone yeah. celebrates Christmas. Christmas is Christmas. 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ugh. Why I really like Christmas. Jesus. Little white kids. Just shut up. <laughs> you should have gotten killed by that avalanche. <laughs> or any of the other numerous things that tried to murder you. Mm-hmm. That would have been fine. Uh, my bad thing. So yeah. this was clearly a showcase for some kind of Monstroids Man-Sheen spinoff, mm-hmm. right? Like, Oh, I, yeah. I, I enjoy me some robots, but these guys were like sub-gobots. Oh, they sucked. Yeah, and... They may have had more actual screen time than He-Man or She-Ra individually. Like, I didn't count, but they were in the whole third act, and mm-hmm. He-Man and She-Ra kind of went away for a while. <laughs> I've got to go have a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's Nick Poteen this... turns up. Oh, That's fine. This dude who's half of a, like, scooter will save the kids. No, that was a that was an actual go-bot. <laughs> oh, my lord. And actually, he talked like this from the picture of it. Like Meatwad? Yes! <laughs> I think it was Frank Welker doing that voice, but yeah. Ugh. But yeah, this, this it clearly was like a spin-off or like a new toy line or whatever, and I don't uh, even know if they made the toys, but... Uh, they didn't. It felt like they were, they were building up to that. Mm. It had that distinct feeling that a lot of 80s cartoons sort of at the end of their run had, where it's like, uh, here's the new gimmick, you kids want this, right? Mm, no. We don't. No, probably when not. When you looked into new toy lines, did you look at new Transformers and new Mega Man Telebots? Uh... Yeah. I... <laughs> it's... Were they advertising for the other shows? <laughs> also, this would have been right around the time those were getting huge. So it was an obvious, it wasn't like inspired by, it was just like blatantly ripping off. Mm-hmm. Like this show has a lot of Star Wars in it, but I think they do it in a way that doesn't feel exactly like it. Like, they took the same formula. They took like, well, it's a bit fantasy and a bit yeah. uh, sci-fi, but not the same mix of fantasy and sci-fi. We don't 
Apart from this episode, I don't remember them spending a ton of time in space. So that's kind of cool. But then with the Transformers thing, they're just like, nah, but also transforming robots. Whatever. We give up. Yeah. Prepare evil. evil. Yeah. Just. Ugh. And they weren't engaging at all. Like, I don't. I guess the designs of the bad ones were okay, but that's about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, well, the, the good guys, the good ones had like that Smurf look to them where they're just like, I don't care about these yeah. guys aren't cool or cute or like nothing about these guys is selling me yeah, they're all rounded like they're yeah. not like the the bad guys are angular and the the good guys are all circles and like that's a like, <laughs> that's a whole like psychological thing i think but ugh, just you can you can totally see the gimmick they were going for though right like yep. it was like what if we made guys who are like bits of a swiss army knife mm-hmm <laughs> Like this guy will pop out like a little knife, and this guy has like some string in him that you can pull out. And this mm-hmm. guy's, I don't a know, a screw. tape measure. <laughs> and this guy can open a bottle of wine. <laughs> but don't drink wine, kids. Your mom will love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, okay, let's talk about just how incredibly gay this show is. <laughs> is it? Just, like... I seriously wanted to have a, a discussion about, because I've seen a bunch of stuff about how, like, uh, you know, queer people sort of in our general age group in their 30s and 40s who grew up on this stuff, like, mm-hmm. point back to this show as, like, one of their formative things. And I was thought that'd be an interesting discussion, but it, it's not, there's nothing subtle about it. This is full of rainbows <laughs> no. and dick shapes. It's just, it's, it's the gayest <laughs> thing. <laughs> but it's weird, because this and Doctor Who as well, you know, that's, that's the same kind of thing. I wouldn't say there's rainbows and dick shapes in Doctor Who. There should be, though. I mean, there is sometimes, to be fair. To be fair to Doctor Who. Yeah, but it's not built into the aesthetic of the whole thing. It just shows up sometimes. Yes. It's just inadvertently shows up sometimes. Right. But, I mean, look at Man at Arms. What's that pulsing member in the middle of the console, though? (laughs) Could be anything. Do you you have to see dicks in every dick shape? Come on. (laughs) Yes. No, it's just like, even just like Man at Arms is the sort of like the ideal of what a gay man looked like in the 80s. Like that mustache is just, what else could oh, that be? Oh, yes. Same with <laughs> Bo. What, oh, yeah, Bo, right. The, yeah. the bare, muscly armed, harp playing mustache yep. man with the rainbow cloud around him. And a giant heart on his, uh, on his chest. Oh, armor. right. Yeah, nothing gay <laughs> That's about it. That's just the target. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like a poor marksman. <laughs> <laughs> I do and like that he rainbow, was. Uh, What's that? Uh, owl. The rainbow owl as well. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Uh, Bo was his name. I I like well, that. Yeah. He appears to be the evil Lin of Shira, like the token boy. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually nice. But I mean, it's it's fantastic that they took Shira like and modernized it and made it overtly queer. That's great. Yeah. But, like, it's not like one of those things where it's like this. This needs to be more representative. The, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was intentional, but it had to have been, right? I mean, I could definitely see this being a sort of like, how much can we get away with? Yeah, exactly. Like a couple of the background designers maybe or some, you know, some mm-hmm. of the animators, I don't know. Just The thing I always used to think about with uh with Shira at least was it always feels like like that show was very Lisa Frank and then they just went real hard into it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I can see that. And that and she for people who don't know makes like the rainbow unicorn like the sort of 
stereotypically girly girl, like, yeah, sickeningly sweet art, right? Yeah. Yeah. Used to do, like, stickers in the 90s as, like, is a rainbow dolphin jumping over a rainbow r- rainbow. Mermaid. And also it's shiny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I guess there's just not a lot of, like, discussion there, but it just, it feels <laughs> so... It feels so just because it's so overt. Oh, yeah. It really is. Well, it's just the discussion basically breaks down to, this is really gay, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And this isn't like 12-year-old us saying, oh, this is so gay. No. Like, no. It's just, it's very gay. That's all. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I probably, probably when I was a kid, I liked it so much because... Well, I wasn't gay that, that when I was like six watching He-Man, but you know what I mean. It sort of. But it made you it, that way. Is that what you're saying? It made He-Man made me gay. Yes. <laughs> can I? Can I suit? No. Um... <laughs> you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying. Hello, I'm Skeletor, attorney at law. <laughs> attorney at law? <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, I don't know, but but it was like, I really liked it at the time. And Doctor Who yeah. is obviously a favorite show of mine now. Mm-hmm. But and it seems to be have a lot of big gay following as well. I mean, when but I don't know any more than that. Yeah. When it's like the 70s and the 80s and there isn't like the the incredible amount of like material that there is now you you latch on to anything colorful and you know like sort of campy and fun i would assume yeah mm-hmm. probably the costumes yeah like, basically my my test for it is can you picture freddie mercury in this it's probably gay <laughs> doctor <laughs> who absolutely that's the only thing that would make this show better i mean yeah if Bo was instead freddie mercury mm-hmm. a little bit better <laughs> Oh my god, I would give my left hand to watch Freddie Mercury hang out with Skeletor for half an hour. <laughs> Can you make me one of those cool theme songs like you did for Flash Gordon? <laughs> no. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that would have been so better if the Master of the Universe movie had Queen music. Mm-hmm. Actually, anything would have made that fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great. No. My brother watched it a lot, but uh, I'm I don't sorry to he, hear that. I don't think he actually <laughs> liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it was just pretending to be Star Wars. Well, I mean, um, but again, so did He Man, but He Man mm-hmm. like sort of remixed it in a way where it didn't feel like a an obvious ripoff, whereas yeah. the movie didn't yeah. bother. Well, the movie wasn't enough He Man, like yeah, it's like they had to make it its own thing, and it's like you don't. All the good stuff's right here. I mean, the fact that they called it Masters of the Universe instead of mm-hmm. He Man, like. Was probably a hint. Wasn't that the name of the toy? The toy line was Masters. Yeah, of the yeah, universe? yeah, it was. But it's but the, the show, show is He Man, He Man, and the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. I think. But you know, everyone's there to see. I assume to see the the main hero guy. But I, no. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe not. And then the fundamentally, problem the problem with it was it's He Man. Like, what was the first thing we'll do? We'll go to Earth. Why? Yeah. yeah. Well, no one wants to go to Earth. Earth is boring. The thing is, if you're doing a Christmas it's special, cheaper to film one. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. You think those kids? You think they paid those kids? Of course not. <laughs> but you know, if you're going to introduce the concept of Christmas, the only connection to Earth you have is He Man's mom. So yeah, you could f- show shots of the Queen sitting on her throne, telling you what Christmas is, or you could go to Earth. Like I, I get yeah. it. It's more dynamic to to go there. I guess. 
but and it makes no sense, right? The finder beam, the the when he, um, Mandarin is bringing Orko back, the light thing he was told to go into the light, <laughs> not that way, to <laughs> uh, get back to Eternia. Oh, and then he just grabs but, the two kids. Yeah, but, but the, the, then the beam grabs the kids, the Christmas tree, and the fucking rocket all in one. So yeah. it doesn't matter if he goes into the light at all. That's a good point. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Star Trek had that problem too, where it's like, uh, we're going to beam up Kirk, but uh-oh, that whale biologist lady just like jumped on him, and I guess we're beaming her too? I don't know. I really wish that oh, they, uh, they beamed Orko back and it just merged with the two kids, the tree, and the <laughs> ship. <laughs> Kill me! And then Captain Janeway ordered him shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> not, be- not because came he... Out with that... What's that? So when they came out with that finder beam, I was just thinking, what's it? It's torch in it. It's, it's talking about a torch. He's going to use a torch to find a fucking spaceship. <laughs> and yeah, he did. I was seriously <sighs> like, uh, I, I mentioned this in my summary, but like, how far away is Earth? The whole point of Key Man's mom, I thought, was she was an astronaut who like went through a wormhole or something. Like something happened where she couldn't get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now but you can just yeah. build a ship that's made to get as far as orbit, but somehow it can get to Earth. Well, I actually, Isn't I really because like Orko's spell worked. Oh, uh, the okay. two times Orko's spells ever worked is that, and whenever the avalanche doesn't kill the kids. Yeah, you know that surveillance satellite ship thingy. They had. Mm-hmm. They should have come up with a really catchy name for that thing. You, you mean <laughs> Sky Spy, which already was used on Transformers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well, they could have called it Reagan's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> See, intellectually distinct. Going can't... to use this to spy on Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. Oh, I assume he called him Wellator. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. I'm gonna. <sighs> I love. Um, I love. Um, I love that He-Man's mom. Uh, at this point, it's like it's real easy for her to get back to Earth. Just doesn't want to. Yeah, and I might be. I might have that wrong, but I, that was my memory. Was like, I would. No, I do remember her ship. I'm sure she was. A, she was an astronaut, and yeah. she ended up in like a. Yeah, no, that part I remember, but something. I. But I thought also she was trapped there and just sort of made the best of it. It's like, well, we can get you back to Earth. Fuck no, I'm queen yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, she did fall in love with. King Randor? Is that Rand- is that yes. right? <laughs> Randor, he came from the east. <laughs> uh, but um no, I like honestly I give this show and I mean obviously Shira, but but even just He-Man credit uh, for not being as overtly sexist as a lot of like yeah. 80s like cartoons of its time. Like the fact that his mom was an astronaut and not like you know, the maid on a spaceship or something, like a, the secretary. Yeah, kind of... and I like in this how Eman was just basically shit in every scene mm-hmm. and always needed She-Ra to turn up afterwards to uh-huh. uh, finish yep. the job. It's probably because he didn't bring Battle Cat. That, that's, that's the mm-hmm. reason. Well, and also, He-Man's kind of an idiot. He's the real star. Mm-hmm. He-Man is kind of an idiot. I mean, he thinks talking like this makes everyone think Prince Adam's a different guy. No one will, no one will ever figure out that I'm He-Man, a guy I look just like. When I put this sword down, my awesome. tan goes away. I don't know, you should at least put glasses on, for God's sake. Obviously. You'd think at least, right? It's... I don't think they have glasses on Eternia. Why would I need glasses? I can see just fine. <laughs> You're an idiot, too. 
<laughs> it's not like the power of Grayskull makes you an idiot. You're just an idiot. Must be that haircut. <laughs> also, every time I saw a shot of Prince Adam, I just thought of that uh, the meme, the you know him singing the Four Non Blondes song. Oh man, I love that video. Yeah, it's been making the rounds for like 20 years or something mm-hmm. at this point. I think at one point that was like the most watched thing on YouTube. There is Hasbro released a He-Man action figure that was like Prince Adam just and the box was just dr- like made up to look like that video. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Was it was it Hasbro or Mattel? I don't remember. Is Mattel even a thing anymore? I thought well, Hasbro that, just owned that's all That's the action thing. Figures. I wasn't I wasn't trying to correct you there. I was at, like I was asking has everyone been bought out by one company? Yeah. Like I don't know. I know it used to be Mattel. Mhm. Uh, Matt, you haven't actually done your good thing yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, the design, um, on all of this is very good. Mm -hmm. Just like, like, I remember this show being, like, cheap and everything, but, like, it looks good. Well, cheaply animated, but, yeah, the backgrounds and the character designs are all quite good. Like, like, the character He-Man's kind of boring. He's just Conan and, uh, Bracers. But, like, everyone else looks so cool. Except like there's a there's a crowd shot of just like all of the various characters like an elephant guy and like Mecha Neck and oh god Mecha Neck for many faces. Ugh. They didn't show a lot of the classic guys though. They you didn't I don't I didn't see like uh, Evil Lin or Beast Man or like I said the the first round of them that actually looked pretty cool. Well, we're pretty like like you said we're pretty late into the series at this point. They're trying to show off all the new hotness, which yeah. is like. Skeletor's new idiot friends and the Manchines and yeah, but Hordax friends, Hordax friends, <laughs> Horda Prime. There's a big cloud with a hand. Yeah, the, so apparently the two of them have a boss too. Yeah, and you just keep going up as as the show keeps going. So he's like if the dis- this... he's like the district manager of the universe, I guess. Yeah, if yeah. if they'd done another season, you'd know you'd meet Horde Prime's boss, like Jesus. Horde. Super Prime. Mm-hmm. They like the word horde on this show. I guess so. Uh, what else? Uh... The whole decorating bit was great, but uh, Mark was talking about the the broom. Madame Raz was there with her broom, like sweeping oh, yeah. something up, and the broom looked like it was really enjoying himself. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> too much. <laughs> There's a shot of uh, Bo sitting on the floor painting something like he's four years old that I love. <laughs> it's just like, I kept expecting him to stand up and go, look, I drew a house. <laughs> You're 40. Christmas, you prick. <laughs> Here's mommy and daddy and a son with sunglasses. <laughs> I did just learn what Christmas was like 30 seconds ago. Um, and then there was one of the... Um... What, what is the butterfly person was putting the decorations up? Oh yeah, didn't didn't they have a name like but it was like oh god like Flutterina. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh god, so bad. Yes, can you just put the decorations? That that perfect. Stay there for two weeks. <laughs> you know what? You've got wings. You could be the angel. Just stay on top of the tree and be very still for a long can time. Can I come? Do down not down? move. Yep. No, you can't come down. The angel doesn't come down until after Christmas. Shut up and love Christmas. <laughs> That's really the the moral. The end should have just been shut up and love Christmas. 
we had a lot of fun today, but uh, shut up and love Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's every conversation I ever have you, with you in every December. That's right. <laughs> shut up and love Christmas. No. No, I hate it. <laughs> There's a point... I don't like to feel nice. I like to feel evil. <laughs> There's a point where the kids and Orko have been separated and... One of the kids is wandering around going, Orko! And he says it very much in a way that I just waited for Orko to say, Polo! (laughs) (laughs) Also, one of the kids is named Miguel, which is a good attempt at multiculturalism, but completely undercut by him being the whitest kid I've ever seen. (laughs) I was going to say, it doesn't really count if he's white as a sheet. Yeah. And then you see the parents and, like, I'm even more confused now. One of them looked like Mario. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say... And that little girl grew up to be, uh, oh, God. In years of therapy. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they can afford it because they've got those cool hover belts. Oh, you know they've been taken, they've been taken to Arkham Asylum and <laughs> made to stay there and be mm-hmm. uh, un- under surveillance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to study the powers of the belt. <laughs> or the welt, as I call it. I See, can use it in the Cold War. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely feel like every 80s story where a kid finds something cool like that mm-hmm. is, is then pursued by evil government men or whatever. Like, yep. that's, that's the next thing that happens, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Little did we know how accurate that was. Yep. Uh, what else? Um, I've just got notes so much cultural appropriation. Well, like what? Well, because the uh, attorney has just appropriated Christmas. Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> I, I can never watch Nightmare Before Christmas again in the same way, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. it's, that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. It's um, Jack Skellington, sort of. Although, I, I'm, anyway, we could go into that, but I'm never sure of the moral of that story. <laughs> yeah, is it like, try new things, or fuck you if you try new things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Yeah. But what they needed was the characters to come out at the end and look right at the camera and tell you. <laughs> Shut up and love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that said, though, again, I keep coming back to this, but that bit with Skeletor at the end made all of this worth it. That was so funny. Yep. I don't like being nice. I don't feel very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for a lie down. There's, like, there's the little cute dog that, like, at first he's going to kill, and then he's mm-hmm. like, fine, I'll carry the dog if it means I can keep my hostages. And then... Like, he's holding it in his arms as he's walking, mm-hmm. and he the dog barks, and he says, get away from me. Like, <laughs> you picked up the dog. You can just put it down, you <laughs> idiot. I love the bit where the girl's like, I can take the dog if he's bothering you, Skeletor. And Skeletor's like, no, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> well, Amanda pointed out, like, the dog's just like, oh, my God, I like bones. This guy is just bones. <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. He stole my head. <laughs> then he buried it. I got my bones back, but all the marrow's gone. This feels real weird. <laughs> Between that and, and uh, she had, like, I always like to attribute her jokes because I don't want to take credit when she's sure. funnier than me. <laughs> but uh, there's a bit where uh, She-Ra's horse is hurt. and <laughs> She just goes, well, now we get to watch her put it down, I guess. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> that sword turn into a gun? I guess so. Well, it turns into a rope because, you know, Wonder Woman, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
the, 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 she keeps calling the, the horse Swifty. Mm-hmm. What his name Swift went, and you just know the horse hates that. <laughs> the horse in the new Shira is better because he keeps talking about horse rights and things. <laughs> does he get them though, or does he re- does he stay marginalized through the whole show? Because <laughs> I, th- I think he stays marginalized. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I mean, you got to beat someone. Just like the doctor from Void. Well, that that guy deserved it, really. Yeah. These guys, that at least, droid only... Solo that kept bringing up stuff I'd rather not think about when I'm watching a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I'd rather not think about Solo, honestly. I mean, fair. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> uh, one thing, when I was watching this the first time, and uh, we get to uh, what is it, Mandarina or Mermaid? Oh, Marina. Marina. Yeah. Anyway, going through the tale of the beast monster. This sounds a bit fishy, this tale here. It's um, uh, no pun intended. But... Uh, uh, there was every pun intended. <laughs> it wasn't. Take ownership. <laughs> and anyway, having having a, having a, a woman in, like, Giving laws from a from a lake isn't exactly a great form of government. <laughs> well, it's Eternia. Yeah. The, the word hasn't gotten to them yet. Anyway, we got there and the beast monster is actually real. And I thought, oh, cool. Right, we can get some uh, epic battles. And that, oh, wait, it's just tripped and fallen. <laughs> and then it fell over. You know how this hard it is to animate? This is the again. You could just turn the cell sideways and call it a day. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, uh, yeah. Also, Beast Monster, are you even, like, that's not even a level of, like, many faces <laughs> trying. They just gave up. We need to have Shira fight a beast or a monster. Yeah, that'll do. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and later on, the Snow Beast shows up. So, like, they were big Beast fans on this show. And yet, no Beast Man. No. Dude is yeah, there was a man beast, but no Beast Man. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Beast Man. Ah! <laughs> He also had the the pig thing. Maybe that's why. Maybe he sounded too much like Hordak. Yeah. I mean, everyone sounds like everyone else, but, you know. If we put Beastman and Hordak in the same room, it'll end the universe. <laughs> and then there'll be no, no one for anyone to be master of. Oh, no. Also, like I said, I don't think they went to space a lot. So, like, the universe, I think this the title might be overselling it a little bit. I, I, I love the idea of, like, pe- like, everyone else in the universe showing up and saying, Master, huh? Hmm. At best, oh, you're Masters of Eternia. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? Uh, I like uh, Matt. You have something in your notes of you should shut up, you fucking shirt. <laughs> oh, that's just me oh, yelling at Orko. Yeah, I like that. You call <laughs> him the, the Orko figure was actually the same size as the other figures, which was just a whole level of scary. Right, and he had that thing where you, uh, it was like a... You have a, to justify charging 20 quid for it, though. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good point. No, they, they it had the thing where it was like a jagged piece, a strip of plastic yes. that you put in and pulled it so he would, like, move around. Oh, and you do that, like, zip thing? Yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, I had a Slimer that did that, too. It kind of almost makes sense for Orko, but Slimer, really? Yeah, hmm? I don't know. All right, whatever. <laughs> I do remember there was an episode where he took off his his hat, but like it was in silhouette and you couldn't see it. I was like, oh, "Yeah, come on, man!" You just saw the silhouette of a thousand snakes. <laughs> I, 
I remember there was a toy fair where he took his hat off and he, his head was spawn underneath, which I always <laughs> thought was funny. <laughs> Behold my hideous form! <laughs> ah! And it's just a picture of Von Doom with just one tiny scratch on him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Richards! <laughs> Richard uh, Kind! <laughs> made Orko so much more interesting. I can't believe him and Skeletor beat me out for Sin City. <laughs> <laughs> Little Adora, she grew up, she filled out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this, is, this is a whole different level. Oh, wait, you said Spin City. I meant Spin City. I said Sin City because okay. there's like four of those. It was that or Sim City. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, no, there's too much pollution in my residential zones. What is this, Captain Planet? Beast <laughs> Planet, mm -hmm. this is your fault. My pollution <laughs> factories. Uh, all right, well, let's do some quotes. Yes. Uh, since I had the first segment, I'll go first. I had I, I just took literally the first Skeletor line I heard because this is the first thing that like made me laugh. So here's some Skeletor bullshit. Enough. Too bad. Get that ship before it escapes, or I'll put both your heads in orbit. All right, Matt. What do you got? I also have some Skeletor bullshit. This is uh, <laughs> this is uh, the kids explaining uh, what Christmas is to Skeletor, and Skeletor making a very fine point of his own. More about this uh, this Christmas. Well, it's a wonderful time of the year. Everyone has lots of fun. You mean they get in fights? No, no, they have fun. Fights are fun. I like fights. Mm -hmm. Very good. His delivery I, on lines like that was so good. I love that characterization of Skeletor too. Like he's not evil or anything. He just this is like he's he's just living his best life. It's just, that's his aesthetic. I, yeah. I decided to look like an evil guy, and that's what I am. I, I don't really do much bad stuff, but... I like getting in fights. They're fun. Mm -hmm. Although, like every 80s villain, mostly we just see him running away from fights. Sure. But, you know. There's All a right. bit where uh, Hordak fucks off, and he's literally doing the feats. Don't fail me now, look. Yeah, it's terrible. There's nothing... Hordak, I don't think, had one good moment in this. He was oh, just terrible. He's rubbish. Yeah, he's <laughs> just awful. The bit where he's trying to kill Skeletor and like he's flying around in his like thing or whatever, he starts talking directly to the camera. Well, I didn't notice that. That's great. He just I, looks yeah. at us, just like, "Hey, you guys want to watch me kill Skeletor?" I was just, I was just thinking, um, like Skeletor's yeah. ship looks like a skull, which is a very mm -hmm. cool shape for a ship. And then so Hordak made his ship the shape of his head, but that doesn't look very cool. Yeah, that was the bit where I mentioned that. Hordak was uh, providing audio description for the entire That's, scene. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Skeletor just shot him, then Hordak turned around and looked at camera. Skeletor just shot me. <laughs> and now I'm going to just provide an audio for his next actions and all the rest of it is, what is this? All right, kids, you better, you, you better applaud or I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, English Gav, you did your quote during your summary, so Irish Gav, what do you got? Uh, mine is uh, what I imagine Skeletor says when he's uh, cleaning up after Grizzlord. Get it! Scoop it up! <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Can't believe I have to comb your fur again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I chose mine because it was the coolest thing He-Man has ever said. 
<laughs> and I'm basing that on just this one episode because I can't remember anything else you've ever said. <laughs> I think you're right. Honestly, like I have sort of scattered memories of this show. Mostly what I remember is that one run that he had where he would swing his hips in this weird way and his arms are like sort of out and he stops and does this swivel at the camera. Like they, mm-hmm. they recycle this exact shot, like 10 da- Like as far as I know, this guy doesn't talk. He just stands there and poses for half an hour, right? Just like, <clears throat> that's it. That's the whole show. Okay. I assume. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's it for me. Yeah, that's about it. Peekaboo is a stupid name, but I don't know about <laughs> I, I mean, nobody has a cool name in this. No. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's all for this year, then. Uh, yeah. We managed to find one that we all didn't hate, which, is that a first for us? That first year that's happened. Yeah. Well. No, we like the Avengers. That's, oh, that's not, true, yeah. not that Avengers. Yeah. That's, Oh, right. Did we just watch that? Because I feel like every year when we find something good, we usually pair it with something that ends up being bad. So it were, were it Avengers and Sliders? Oh, sliders. Well, we definitely didn't like Sliders. Nope. Sliders. Uh-huh. Um, oh, no, no, no. We did Sliders with uh, Voyagers, that, that 80s uh, time Oh, uh, yes, it was, yes. Yeah, I think we just did Avengers by itself, and you're right. We did. We did just straight up enjoy that. Of course, last year we had the Adams family and uh, that unspeakable horror that was the royal family. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, when did we watch Teabag? I love that. That was probably that was two years ago. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, there's yeah. more. I'm sure there's more of that. Uh, I mean, I don't want to repeat the same show, but if you find something that's like that, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I personally will just get into that show. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not I don't saying one we watched, but there's Teabag's Christmas Ding Dong is one. <laughs> Oh, Lord. (laughs) That's, um... Hmm. Well, on that (laughs) note... (laughs) Oh, my God. uh, Like I said, we may not not be bringing the show back. We may. We are committed to doing Batman for the next couple of years, so we'll see. Yeah, no, uh, the next episode you get on this feed will be next year's Christmas special. Quite probably, (laughs) yes. Uh, But as always, this was a pleasure. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you. Yes, uh, likewise. We'll do this again. Yeah, soon. whose choice was this, by the way? Uh, this was sort of mine, but it's something we've all been talking about for years. And I think I just yeah. said, mm. we keep bringing this one up. Why don't we just finally do it? Do it yeah. So I yeah. can't entirely take credit for it, but I think I was the one who, who finally pushed it forward. So, uh, well, oh, yeah, because you want someone to blame. <laughs> Because because when we when we were watching pairs of things, we didn't want to watch something an hour long. But we're, if we're just doing one thing, that's not so bad. Yeah. So I'm I'm I've become very lazy with this. I'm watching a half hour shows now. I I can't do the hour thing anymore. It's just just too much. All right. So that's all for this time. Yeah. Uh, see you, folks.